Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. B-Pod Studios. It's Boston's most listened to afternoon radio program. Wee! Vulgar mm. and Mass. You need a little bit of fat in there for flavor. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. On 98.5, the Sports Hub. Stevenson to the left of Zappi, who motions born right to left. First and ten from the 24-yard line. Ball on the near hash, a shotgun snap, a play fake by Zappi, moves up, throws to the right, yeah. the Myers, walks in, touchdown, Patriots! Whew. Zappi, zips one to Jacoby, and the Patriots add to their lead. How's that arm strength? Is it good enough? He stuck that one in there. What a read. Great, great pocket. He can see all day, steps up. Looks middle, and it just throws a dart to Myers. Thank God he's back, because I think it's a different offense when he's out there. Terrible defensive job by by the Lions. They just touch him and let him run by. Safety's late to get over. That's cover two, and that's threading it in there. I like that arm strength, big boy. I like that quarterback, huh? Big Boy Tuesday here on Felger Maserati. Tuesday, October 11th from our Town Fair Tire Studios. Maz Murray alongside with Greg Bedard from the Boston Sports Journal. How's everybody doing? Good, good. So, Bedard, I talked to you on TV last night, so I know the answer. But I'll just reset it for the radio audience. Do you think people are overrating the performance of one Bailey Zappi? 100%. I think that uh, I think that Bailey did a nice job doing what he was supposed to do, which was a uh, as the backup emergency guy. Did a, I, I thought he did a better job in Green Bay. I thought he did a good job in this game, but I thought it was his performance was mostly due to uh, the entire operation. Everything went in his favor, um, including let me say. Um, this might have been one of the best executed defensive games after watching the film um, that I've ever seen. I, th- I think I had their defense for 47-plus plays, 12-minus plays. <laughs> you got those numbers, Maz? Yep, 47-plus, um, 12-minus. But I think that, uh, you know, look, when, when you look at going against the league's worst defense by any metric – and one that continued to lose defensive backs in this game, that he was absurdly well-protected in this game. I only had four total quarterback pressures in the game. The Patriots often kept uh, a running back or a tight end into block to make sure he was protected. Uh, The Patriots grabbed the lead, held on to that, a dominant rushing game, 
The defense pr- produced a touchdown to the point where you didn't score a touchdown until almost the fourth quarter. Uh, I thought it was basically if you could draw up a dream scenario for a rookie third-string quarterback to make his uh, first career start, this was it. And and tip of the cap to the Patriots for executing in all areas in that game. So you don't think this is a thing? No. You don't think it's a thing where he's a threat? Bill sees him as a threat. Bill will use him as a threat. You don't see it as a thing where if Mac Jones takes too long to come back, the, he may never get the job back, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You don't see it. With this player. Only if you're getting to the point where you talk about like four straight wins. He hasn't turned the ball over. I don't put that that interception on him at all. It was all Nelson Aguilar. Um, and that Bill has some sort of vibe from the team, from the coaches that like, hey, let's let's keep riding this as long as possible. Do I rule that out? No. Do I think it's very likely? Uh, no. Because I just think at the end of the day, Zappy is just too limited in terms of his height, in terms of his athletic ability, in terms of his arm strength, and Mac Jones just, you know, gives you a little bit more. I mean, I, I think, you know, we could talk as much as we want to, but really what co- what it comes down to is how the coaches view the players. They have more background with these players than anybody. They see them in practice every day. They set their game plans accordingly. And when you look at the Patriots – approach in the red zone in this game it should tell you everything about how the coaches view Bailey Zappi number one they never threw into the end zone you know number two they had four drives that started at the 21 the Detroit 21 yard line or in 21 21 19 and 17 they had 12 plays on those drives and never once made a first down they had to kick field goals each time Uh, of those 12 plays just four were passes the combined air yards in terms of how much they wanted Bailey Zappi to throw in the air to an in target. And some of it is circumstances. Some of it, I think, was Bailey's fault where he wasn't supposed to do certain things. But at the end of the day, it was a minus five. He threw minus five, six yards, minus six, and zero yards on his four attempts in the red zone. That should tell you everything you need to know about how the coaches view this player. Maz, your thoughts? So uh, I was going to, I mean, you know, to me, that, that stat right there is, uh, just to just to amplify it again, four drives from the 21 in, yep. 12 plays, four passes, mm-hmm. and minus what in terms of area? Minus five total. Okay, so they never really threw the ball past the line of scrimmage. In fact, quite the opposite. Yep. Just, so once, they were, they, just ter- once they did. They were terrified of them putting the ball in the air inside mm-hmm. the opponent's 20, is what you're saying. Yep. Okay, why should I believe that the defense played a great game? Just in terms of execution, and, and look, the other side of the coin is uh, is this. Every year, the Patriots have one or two games where they play a cupcake on the other side, often at home, where everybody does their job and they kick they kick butt. And this was one of those games. They have it every year. It It doesn't mean that they're becoming a dominant defense. It doesn't mean anything other than that day, they had a great plan. They executed it, and the other team was complicit. Okay, I'm not done with the quarterback. Uh, give me some of his negative plays. Okay, so okay. I, again, last night on TV, you said he had five plus and six negatives? Uh, Yeah, six six negatives plus a bonus, where I'm not sure what he's what controls he has at the line of scrimmage. Okay, we'll okay. leave the bonus one aside. Give me a so, bad play, like for example. For example, uh, opening drive. And again, this is his first drive as a starter. I cut the kid a little bit of slack. Second and nine from the Detroit 20. Zappy throws short right to uh, Damian Harris for one yard. 
This was, he got the ball, immediately threw it in the flat. And after the play, you see him on coach's film basically tap his chest saying, my fault. Because I think he thought it was going to be man coverage. I don't know why he did, because the Lions looked like they were going to play cover two. But he thought it was going to be man coverage, and they were going to run a pick play Hunter Henry for Damian Harris. Again, this is like the 13th failed pick play f- throw in the flat to a running back in in the red zone. Matt Patricia just loves these plays. One of the, one of these days, they're going to hit it, and it's going to be a touchdown. But so far, they're like 0 for 13. Uh, but for some reason, Zappi completely read that play wrong, just dumped it off immediately, and it went for one yard. So that's one. The next play, Zappi threw incomplete short left to Hunter Henry. Anzalone was all over him. Really good pass. I mean, it was right there. Hunter Henry could have come up with it, moved the chains. If Zappi held on to the ball a little bit longer, bought himself a little bit more time, Jacoby Myers was open for a touchdown. He raised his hand. He he was wide open. Uh, Probably the biggest, and, and this goes to counter some of the talk out there about like, oh, he's an expert game manager, gets us into the right plays all the time. The the uh, Ramondre Stevenson fumble play that there was a false start on it. That it, play was a disaster. Watch it on film. The offensive line is pass blocking. The wide receivers are running down the field on routes uh, like it was going to be. They run a delay and then go. It was supposed to be. It looked like it was supposed to be. Even Stevenson gives an exaggerated pocket for a handoff. It was supposed to be play action. Everybody ran play action pass except for Bailey Zappi, and he ended up almost fumbling the ball away. That would have been that would have been a typical. So he they got lucky. It bounced right back to Ramondre Stevenson. That would have been a typical rookie first time starter disaster play. Uh, he had a. Uh, I'll stop there. Yep. So what does this mean going forward, Greg? What does this mean going forward? As, as soon as Mac Jones says he's ready to play, they play him. Yep. And that's what that is. 100% in, in my opinion. And, you know, like I said, if, you know, they go on a winning streak and Bill likes the vibe and, and you know, maybe Max causing some things behind the scenes and Bill says, you know what? We bought ourselves a little bit more time. I'm, I'm at least going to teach this kid a lesson right here. And I'm going to I'm gonna sit him. And we'll see what happens. But, do, do I rule that out? 100% no. Okay. So, but it's something like that. It's not on the merits of the two players. No, absolutely not. Mac Jones gives this team a much better chance. Um, they have much more confidence in Mac Jones. Probably, they probably had too much confidence to start the season. And that's one of my main criticisms. And I think that the Z- the Zappy. Give me a minute on this. This, this. The way Zappy played and they managed him leads you to second guess what? Their, uh, their whole offensive approach to start the season. I thought that. I thought that Matt Patricia, for whatever reason, and Bill Belichick, you know, he's right there. He's he's complicit in this. Maybe he was directing it. That they looked at this season, looked at what they did last year, sixth in points, tenth in yards, I think, as a rookie quarterback, four targets that were new into the system. To be sixth in points and tenth in yards, pretty good opening salvo for, you know, Josh McDaniels in that group. And I think that the Patriots came into this year saying, we need to one-up that, we need to be more aggressive. We need to take more shots down the field. We need to do all that stuff where they said, where they should have asked the question, are we really ready for that? Was there, was there a reason why Josh McDaniels tightly managed Mac Jones almost all season and only opened things up slowly as the season went along in certain games, you know, took chances? That's the way they should have started this season. That's where they should have started and then expanded. Instead, 
They tr- they got a- out ahead of their skis. They made turnovers. People are pinning it on Mac Jones, but really it comes down to the, in my mind, the offensive approach and, and how they did things. And I think the way Zappi has operated, this is Mac Jones's offense from last year, early last year. This is where they should have started and then expanded, and maybe they might have a couple more wins to show for it. Okay, let's talk some football with Greg Bedard. Murray's taking a steaming leak all over your zappy fever. I don't like it. <laughs> How do you feel out there? 617-779-0985. you right after this. There are some things employees love hearing. Congrats. Nice presentation. Enjoy your vacation, Jack. Hey, there's food in the kitchen. Here's something else they'll love. At Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, a Point Thirty Two health company, we offer benefits that empower employees to live healthier lives. From virtual care to digital tools that encourage healthy living, we've designed our plans with innovative and inclusive benefits that meet the needs of every workforce, giving people what they truly value. It's how we take healthcare personally. I'm media scum. English is actually pretty good. Felger and Matt. This team is a mess. 98.5. Seriously. The Sports Hub. Chanting for Bailey Zappi. It's Zappi Hour here in Foxborough. <laughs> Zappi Hour, don't worry, be Zappi. Yes, I am man, I have the fever. He went out and slayed the Lions. Yeah, and I want to see him play the Browns. If you got something against him starting, then you're, you're nothing but a friggin' clown. Got Zappi fever. Go with Zappi. When he slings it, fever, cause it looks so right. Fever, you can't deny it. Fever, cause Zappy's the guy. Hey, Jim, Dad calling. The fever's, uh, temperature is uh, rising. So, the doubt is, and I'm not gonna name anyone, but Dad. Also, Felder and Mass need to get on the train. With Zappy. Anyway, love you and have a good day. Bye now. Who needs to get on the train is Bedard. I'm willing to entertain it. I mean, my personal opinion you is that. You want to. Well, yeah, I do want you to. You need him on that wall. Well, no, no. I mean, like, as a talk, talk show, show host, host yes, yeah. I do. But I'm also, like, I don't. Uh, contrary to popular opinion, I don't make it up or say things I don't believe. I think Mac Jones is better. Okay, and so, and I don't think Bailey Zappi's a starting NFL quarterback. That's what I think, and so that's what I think. But I am also, as Maz and Murray will attest, unlike you, Bedard, fair <laughs> and not biased or have had that sort of agenda. So, what, and what bias? In the same breath, wherever what bias? You, wherever you're coming from, wherever you all come from, it's the blah culture. You mean the factual, it's you the know, bl- evidence based. It's the blah culture that I just refuse to be a part of. I yeah, just I wonderful. can't I can't help but tell it like it is, and so like it is is maybe I'm wrong about Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, and maybe Bailey Zappi is better, and if he's better, he's better. I think Mac Jones is the guy, but I would never sit there and say it's his job. It you know it's this is this means nothing, and this, when Mac Jones is ready, it's the guy, and that's just the way it's got to be. Like I'm not doing that. I am. You are. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, which is fine. Yeah, but wait by the way, I do want to say, you know, as far as what Zappy has shown so far, I mean, which he's definitely been better than I thought. I think he's been more of a gamer than what he showed, especially in practices that we saw this summer. But to me, the 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 plus side of Bailey Zappy now is 
uh, he now you now know that you have a rock solid backup. Like I see, I see him as more of a. I see him as Chase Daniel. This is a guy who he was an undrafted guy. He's been in the league twelve years. Has backed up whether Kansas City, New Orleans. Now he's in San Diego. He's made thirty six million dollars in his career. I think that Daniel has a little bit better arm, but both about the same size. He now gives you a rock solid backup going forward. It displaces Hoyer at some point. And now what I would do if I'm Belichick, now I think I have a little bit of house money. Now I take some swings on some trait quarterbacks. Like the guy, maybe a third, fourth rounder where, you know, you get him in here, you sit him for two or three years, you know, the the mobile, yeah. big arm yeah. type of guy. Yeah. And now, because now you now you have the benefit of that. You have the perfect situation. Mass? Well, I was just going to say, even you said, though, you allow for the possibility that if they, you know, Max stays out another game or two and they win a couple, that all of a sudden Bill might reevaluate and the assistant coach is getting his ear and all of a sudden it's, we're winning, I'm not going to mess with it. Even yep. you allow for that. I do allow for that. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. So, that, I mean, I think there's definitely a pa- I, I'm just not going to be dismissive of the of the Zappy stuff. You know, like all of a sudden Mac Jones is some sort of sacred cow. Like, who, who the hell's Mac Jones? He's not. He's not a sacred cow, and he shouldn't be. All right, your phone's here with uh, the big boy, Malik and Haverhill. Go ahead, Malik. Hey, guys. Greg, I got a question about the defense. Might be the wrong time to ask it since you just said this is a really strong performance defensively, but I really do think the Lions were complicit in this. They were still able to move the ball down the field, and against better competition, we've seen this defense hasn't been that good, especially situationally. So in my opinion, I think they need to continue to make plays like they had the last couple of weeks. Do you think they're going to be able to? Do you think Judon will be able to pressure the quarterback like he has? And what about Barmore? Five weeks in, I can barely remember any impact he's uh, made so far. Yeah, I think Barmore's played okay. He's gotten. I talked to him in the locker room last week about this, and uh, and the coaches are conveying the same thing to him that he is getting a lot more attention this year. I mean, it's that, that's what happened. You come in as a rookie. Not many people know about you. It's hard to adjust during the season, but with a whole off season, a lot of people, you know, came to the conclusion of we need to take care of Barmore inside, and we'll chip and try to deal with Matthew Judon. Um, they they have to get some other people have to get going right now. Matthew Judon is the entire pass rush. I mean, he going into this game, and I haven't updated my numbers yet, but uh, he had fourteen quarterback pressures, and the next closest had five. And he was awesome in this game. A, a really good sign for me is that he only played fifty five percent percent of the snaps. It seemed like the Patriots uh, used him used a more of a rotation, and they need to because I don't care. The uh, I think the Patriots coaches see this the same way that it's similar to last year. We don't need to be you know humping stats and going for stats in these games against you know this slate of teams. It's about what happens after this game. And last year, Matthew Judon did a complete vanishing act. And he basically, I asked him about it post game on Sunday. You know, he, he's talked about it before. It basically sounds like he ran out of gas. I do not think it was an injury thing because the next week he was at the Pro Bowl and played in it. You know, if he had something serious, he wouldn't have been there. Yeah. He would have been getting a surgery or what have you, but he was there. I think he completely ran out of gas. He talked about his conditioning. I think it's important to keep him on a pitch count because it's not about games four through nine or ten. It's about the last quarter of the season, the last six games, where it's going to be make or break time for this team. Mike in the truck. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I had this question for you guys, and in particular, I want to hear Murray's answer on it. Uh, 
you know, they started the season with Mac and the 50-50 balls and the high-risk, high-reward plays that I feel like is a direct result of how Kansas City and Buffalo play and how they're able to score quickly and put points on the board. Who has a better chance of making those plays? Mac or Zappy? Because I feel like Mac has a higher degree of accuracy in the arm to do it, and I'm not sure that Zappy does. Okay, Greg, who's better throwing those balls if that's what they really want? Mac. I mean, they haven't even asked Zappy to do it. Well, you a couple the, down the sidelines. Yeah, there were three game. in this game. Well, three, I mean, they weren't all 50-50. One to Parker. There was a P.I. Yeah, and one to Parker Two. that landed about 10 yards out of bounds that they still threw the flag on. And this wasn't a 50-50 per se. But that ball to Myers, to, was that to start the third quarter? Deep down the right side? Yeah, was, that was a, not garbage, a Garbage, that, garbage, that was, garbage. That was another bad decision. All three of them decision. were garbage. They were that garbage. Was, that was straight out of the Matt Patricia, Mac Jones playbook right there where – you know, he's lucky it wasn't a turnover. I thought that was a turnover-worthy play where he had Devontae Parker open on the left. Like, that was a bad read. He should have went to Parker. Who's he threw th- three deep balls. They were all incomplete. Two of them could have been picked. One wasn't even close, and they threw a flag on yeah, it. it that ball was, like, out of bounds by, like, 10 yards. Ten Maz, who, yards. Who's better at throwing that ball? Mac. S- Murray? Probably Mac, but both of their arms stink. John in <laughs> Connecticut. Go ahead, John. What do you got? Oh, hey, guys. You know, I think it's nuts uh, picking Zapp, giving Zappy all this credit after one win against a terrible Detroit uh, defense. But um, I wonder who Greg thinks is a more viable backup, really, now, Brian Hoyer or, or Zappy. Okay. Your thoughts on that? I still think it's close, um, but, you know, because I haven't seen Zappy under duress. I mean, of course, I know what. Hoyer looks like under duress, and it's not pretty. <laughs> How um, could it be any worse? You know, but at least you know there were there were three or four plays in this game, including there was a late run, uh, and this was the questionable play. I didn't know, know whether to put it on Zappy. I don't don't know what controls he has at the line of scrimmage, but there was a late toss left to Ramondre Stevenson that went for minus two yards. Looking at it at the line of scrimmage, the Lions had way more numbers that way. There's no way that play should have been run to that side. Where Brian Hoyer, I know, is going to check to that, check to the right run. I still have questions about whether Zappy can do that. In time, can he do that? Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's you a still, tough call. You still think Hoyer can run more of the offense? Yes. But I, but I really like, I really like Zappy's makeup. And, you know, when Aiden Hutchinson had him dead to rights and the kid just, he didn't get flustered. That showed me a lot. That's a play where if that happens to Jared Goff, I mean, look what happened to Jared Goff in this game. That's a first overall pick who, you know, Matthew Judon comes after him and, you know, he pees himself where Bailey Zappi was just like, eh, game five yards. I mean, that's a really good play. They call that it factor. It yeah, they're factor. still they're still cleaning up the field from Sunday from what Goff did. Oh, my there. God. He was so bad. <laughs> Even Dan Campbell, his comments after the game, his comments when they got back to Detroit, he read between the lines and he was like, Goff completely choked in this game. I think Campbell wasn't so hot either. We'll get to them coming up. Mike in Somerset. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm not going to be a zappy fever guy. I'm not going to trash him either. Been a Pats fan too long. If you think back to Tony Eason. Hey, Mike. On the ground. Yeah, man. I need you to yeah, just get to the point if we could before we go into Tony Eason. <laughs> or oh, Tony Franklin leading score, and I don't want to see that again. I remember Mac coaching Tommy Hodson, okay. one fifteen. Hey, Mike, thank you, you know? very much for the call. I, I, I can't. I think what he's saying, I'll just try and 
spin it forward. If we've we're got just a gonna, lot of bad players here. No. Oh. If we're just going to kick field goals, he remembers when Tony Franklin was the leading scorer. Is that where he was going? I, I don't know. I thought he was going to say, I, I've been a Patriots fan a long time. I've seen a lot of crap quarterbacks. I'm okay with someone who's not complete crap. Uh, either way, the way they played in the red zone, and I think it was intentional. They, I, I think they were happy to kick field goals in this game. So, And I, I think, well, you're going to get to a point of the schedule. They're not there now, but they're going to get to the point of the schedule where you have to score touchdowns. Look, let's let's stop with this Tony Eason nonsense. Like, let's all admit that the Bill Belichick era is different. And this goes right into your conversation about, like, they will beat the pants off a bad team still. Even if they have middling talent, that's what Bill does and disseminates to his coaching staff. I mean, to me, I I wish I would have thought of it earlier, but I thought about it on the way in. This game, almost carbon copy, reminded me of the Texans 2016 game It was a Thursday night game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett in his second career game came in against Miami, was very efficient. They won that game. Thursday night, he makes his first career start. This is when Garoppolo got hurt. Yeah, it, both the Texans were undefeated coming into that game. Good defense back then with the Texans. And, and Brock Osweiler was the other quarterback almost. It's, you know, Jared Goff, you know, senior. And the Patriots won 27 to nothing. Let me see if any of these stats sound familiar. 39 rushes, 4.7 yard average on the ground. The quarterback threw 19 passes, 103 yards. Uh, You know, they were a little bit more aggressive. They got better yardage, the Patriots, this time around. Um, They even had a design quarterback run that Jacoby Brissett scored on, which they ran with Bailey Zappi late in this game. And, of course, he can't run, so it went for like five yards. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots took that game plan and completely carbon carbon copied it for this game. And, you know, that was – I don't remember making a huge deal out of that game. Some um, people did. Yeah, I, I'm sure, but uh yeah, we got three quarterbacks now. You know, that was to me it was it was almost it was almost the same. You could close your eyes, the opponent, everything else the same. But that game then was missing something. FIFA. <laughs> three up, three down with Bedard right up. There are some things employees love hearing. Congrats. Nice presentation. Enjoy your vacation, Jack. Hey, there's food in the kitchen. Here's something else they'll love. At Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, a point thirty two health company. We offer benefits that empower employees to live healthier lives. From virtual care to digital tools that encourage healthy living, we've designed our plans with innovative and inclusive benefits that meet the needs of every workforce, giving people what they truly value. It's how we take health care personally. Felger. And of course he looks good. And Mass. Because Mac Jones is out there with some tight shirt and looks hot. I never said he looked hot. Felger and Mass. He's got like that tapered torso thing. 98.5 The Sports Hub. And now, it's time for three up. Touchdown, Patriots! Two big throws on this drive by Mac Jones, your quarterback. What a throw on the skinny. I'll take more of this, please. Three down. Put a jacket on him. He don't want to be out here. Sit him down. With Greg Bedard from bostonsportsjournal.com. Three up. I know you're very results-oriented. I get that. Three down. It's a fail all around. Fail, fail, fail. On Belger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, studs and duds from Sunday's win over Detroit. Three up, three down. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Enjoy the game with a triple distilled, triple cask matured, and triple blended Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Please drink responsibly. Your number one star, Greg. 
Matthew Judon. He was tremendous in this game. Uh, two sacks, two hits, three hurries, nine plus plays, zero minus plays. He was awesome in this game. Ramondre Stevenson had the ball on 50% of the Patriots' plays, basically. 27 out of 56. Thought he was terrific all the way around. Number two. Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, seven broken tackles. I had him for four blitz pickups, and not just your run-of-the-mill blitz pickup. I mean, he did a solid job, tough matchups, really good stuff. All around, uh, a tremendous game. Jacoby Myers. Again, the offense is different when he's in the lineup. The rest of the time, the passing game is limited. When he's out there, you have a go-to guy. Number three star, please. Jacoby Myers. He was uh, he was tremendous. His that, that first, I think it was the first third down where he ran a little in and out. Great route. Had the guy spun around. Gave uh, Zappi some confidence. He's just, he's the guy that everybody's counting on, and, and it makes such a difference out there. Judon, move along. Okay, three down. Get to the good stuff. Number one down, Greg. Nelson Aguilar. Um you know, he's just been brutal this year. I have him for two drops, one for an interception, and he has two fumbles. Like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, how long is this going to go on? Answer that question. Thornton's back. You tell me. I think uh, get as soon as Thornton's up to speed, uh, I think uh, I think Aguilar's watching from the uh, seventh level. What did you make of the beef on the sidelines between Bourne and Belichick? Have you seen that? Uh, I saw it. Uh, I, I, I don't know much to read uh, he didn't get benched after that so that tells me it wasn't terrible and and uh you know I do think that that was one of the plays where I thought that Zappy did not think have things buttoned up in terms of the operation there were a lot of things wrong with that play and I you know I'm I'm sure Kendrick was saying like you know I was where he told me to be like it's not my fault that yeah. sort of thing I mean to me I just that's insight into why Bourne has been digging himself out of a hole because he obviously yep. talks back for sure you know, and yep. I think we just saw a glimpse of it. Yes, Mass, you're number one dud. Nelson Aguilar. Dude, <laughs> you played seven snaps. Seven, which means you effed up over 14% of the time. <laughs> one out of seven, you effed up royally and turned the ball over. Like, that is just brutal. That is as brutal as it gets. Number two dud, Lil Jordan Humphrey. Uh, who played 14 you hate him i'm hey i'm just going where the numbers indicate he played 14 plays he gave up one and a half stuffed runs and had a penalty in those 14 plays the the percentage you know it's all talk, the percentages. Talk about has his percentages yeah, yeah. so I, i've decided that a three down should now be two down because we have to reserve a spot every week for Isaiah Wynn. Yep. <laughs> so so it's really the two down plus Isaiah Wynn. Isaiah Wynn was my second one because, again, it's the same old crap. By the way, just quickly, is it just me or has he come out of his stance really early? Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Trent Brown does it too on occasion where they, they're early. They haven't gotten called for very many false starts, and they could have been. I mean, there were a couple of plays that I stopped. How about Baz with the uh, offensive line nuance there? Yeah, there you go. Because huh? there was a play. You should lock yourselves in a room, take but your shirts off. There was a play where he jumped and they didn't call it. We I already said, do that. What the F was that? And I went back and freeze-framed it. He's moving before the snap. He has to because he can't get back exactly. there in time. Part of me thinks they coached it. Like, take take he, a little half He's got to cheat a little bit. Yeah, take a little half beat and get your ass back there because you suck. <laughs> Number three down. Isaiah Wynn, he gave up two and a half pressures. He gave up two and a half run stuffs. He was just, his, his he had a penalty. His first half was brutal. I'm surprised he wasn't benched at halftime. And by the way, I just want to make sure I note that this was Cole Strange's best game of the season so far. Didn't give up any pressures, even though 
that wasn't a huge thing in this game considering they were they weren't having Zappy sit back there or anything like that. But uh, you know, really he, he did a nice job in the run game, his best overall game by far. Maybe Isaiah Wynn can sponsor the three down. Maybe we can sell it to him. <laughs> like that's an option. He can get a little get a little pub out of it. Uh my third down was Kendrick Bourne. Again, what are you doing? You lined up twice incorrectly. You've contributed nothing really to the game. You talked back to the coach on the sideline. I thought Bourne sucked in this game, too, and I like Bourne. You did. I like him a lot, but I thought he was awful. If you had to get a grade for Matt Patricia, Greg, what would it be? For this game? Yes. Uh, I, you know, good solid B. You know, I, look. Are he, people overrating Matt Patricia's performance? Uh, yes. I mean, you Discuss. know. Discuss. You know, I'm in, I was just compiling some of the stats, but, you know, look, this, this team is now, it's 28th in the red zone. They're 20th in scoring. They're 21st on third downs. Um, they have, you know, efficiency-wise, uh, this offense, as far as, you know, football outsiders goes, they are 22nd in offense. They went down. They were 18th last week. They are 22nd. They are 26th pass, uh, most efficient pass offense. They are 11th most efficient rush offense, and as a bonus, they have played the easiest offensive schedule in the league to this point. So this is what they've done against the easiest slate in the league. All right, so that leads to the question. You've kind of answered it, but I want to take a bite at this apple. Has Matt uh, Matt, has Matt Patricia, I forgot his name there for a second, has Matt Patricia been vindicated? We discussed that in our long commercial-free segment. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Mmm, bacon. For a limited time, get two bacon McDouble burgers for $3.99. Or mix and match with a McChicken or classic McDouble. Any two for $3.99. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. I'm just sort of painting a picture. Um, be -do -be -do -be. Felger. I love the guy. Bass. They take him in the back room. Um, be -do -be -do -be. The sports hub. Let's go back to that chew toy question from the summer. <laughs> we chewed and we chewed and we said, why would you ever have a guy who is a defensive guy be a play caller? It's going to mess everything up. Matt's doomed. And you've gained a lot of traction, it seems, on the sidelines with the group, really since the second half of the Pittsburgh game. Two-tiered question. Do you feel somewhat vindicated <laughs> at all? And how much can you take what you're doing with Bailey and, and, and try to insert it into what you're doing with Matt when he comes back? Yeah. You know, I, I pretty much just, you know me, I try to approach every day just to, you know, do the best I can at the job that I'm asked to do. So um, I don't you know, really pay attention to too much of the other stuff other than making sure that I'm, I'm doing everything I can to uh, – <laughs> You know, to help those guys prepare. Yeah. Are you way better now than you were in the summer at some of the, I'm not going to get into the who's play call, but at some of the responsibilities you've been asked to fulfill? Just, thank you. you know, I think that's a great question. I think it's fair. I think hopefully, hopefully I am better. You know, hopefully I have improved and, and hopefully I'll continue to improve in, in those roles, just like we do uh, as coaches, you know, every year. And, and certainly when we do, um, you know, different jobs every year from that standpoint too. So um, hopefully, you know, that's where it's trending and, and hopefully it's gotten better. And, you know, that's my goal every day to try to get better. Absolutely, Tom. Matt Patricia today. This is starting to crawl up my ass now. Now, now I need to respond. 
the vindication of Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, the obvious thing, which I'm not even going to spend any time on because it's too obvious, but it's like, boy, is this pathetic. You you blow out the horrible Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. In which, oh, by the way, you only scored 22 points against the worst defense in the league. Correct. Okay, you scored 22 points against the worst defense in the league. One touchdown. With one touchdown. And this is the point where now the Patriots are going to go, don't you feel stupid? How do you like it now? Like, you've got to be kidding me. How pathetic are you? I mean, I, I guess I'm yelling at Tom. I don't I don't know how I don't know where he's coming from on this, but for the love of Pete, really? Detroit. The worst franchise in sports. Correct. That has currently the worst defense in the league. Correct. You scored one touchdown and twenty two points. And now we're going to go. I get oh I guess Patricia doesn't doesn't really suck now, does he? Oh I guess what Bill's doing isn't that stupid now, is it? Oh my god that is another new low. Oh my god. Now let me answer. Beyond that, I just said I'm not gonna do that, so I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Because that's too easy. No, no, so we've erased it. That didn't happen. Okay. Patricia and Judge and Bill and the coaches deserve credit for getting their young quarterback ready. Absolutely, Zappy. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. I don't know who wouldn't acknowledge that. Of course, there are a lot of teams, mostly crap teams, but okay, there are a lot of teams where it wouldn't look as functional as it does here. So, congratulations. You're not one of these disaster franchises. You're still not one of these disaster franchises. And you certainly probably did a better job than most would of getting a young, inexperienced quarterback ready. So, yes, I think everyone gives you credit for that. You got the kid ready. He was ready to go the week before in Green Bay. You deserve credit for that. But I am sorry. I, the, the question with Patricia and Judge isn't whether they can get a rookie fourth-round pick ready to play the worst defense in the league. We're asking them to take Mac Jones to the next level. That's what we're judging them on. I'm not judging them on this. Having a rookie fourth-round quarterback handoff and score 22 points, that's not what we were asking you to do. I mean, it's a nice job and all, but the question is, can you take Mac Jones and the offense to the next level? That's what you're being judged on. That's what you're going to be vindicated on. At nowhere did I say, thank God, well, can my offensive coordinator get the rookie fourth-round pick ready to, to play the Lions? I, okay, yeah, he can. Good, he did. Great. I, I'm not. This is not what I'm judging you on. And so on that question, can they take Mac Jones and the offense to the next level? How are they doing so far? Poorly. Horribly. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that if, if Zappy gets the job, they fail. Horribly. Horribly. You came out, your offense sucked, and you got your quarterback killed. Never mind disenfranchised. Exactly. You came out, and it was such a disaster. The quarterback you were in charge of taking to the next level bailed. You know, basically kind of jumped ship. What? What? What did I say? It's got nothing to do with you. 
Go ahead. Keep going. Murray's and Maz already talking to Stu. So your job was to get Mac Jones and the offense to the next level. How'd it go? It, it went so poorly that Mac Jones sort of left the reservation in training camp. Then you came out, scored seven points in week one. I don't know. What'd you score in Pittsburgh? 13? What'd you put up in that game? 17. 17, and seven was off the punt returner's face. Right. Assist Gunnar Olszewski. Okay, so this is what the thing you were in charge of, taking Mac Jones and the offense to the next level. You didn't. The offense went backwards. Mac Jones left the reservation, and you got your first two quarterbacks killed. And now we're going to sit here after your defense shuts out the worst team in the league, and you only score one touchdown, and say, Matt, do you feel vindicated? It's another new low. It's another new low. And I, I, I'm i not specifically yelling at Tom because no, he's not you. the only one. I love him. He does a great job. But I'm, I'm hearing this now. I'm hearing it. And it's like, oh, my God. we What a bunch of bobos we've become. Really? This is what we're doing. Okay, I've said my piece. No, listen. I, I, I Good God. Didn't Patricia and, and Tom have a thing at one time? Yes, like I liked it better then. Okay, I but this isn't about Tom because I've heard no, it I'm everywhere. Joking, I, like, any, like, like anyone could ask this question because it's being asked and said, and I'm hearing it. I'm hearing this. Like, oh, for Pete's sake, Mike! If 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 it turns out that Bailey Zappi gets the job, let's just play it out. Then they failed with Mac Jones. They failed with Mac Jones. If they take the offense to another level with any quarterback, I'll give them credit. But I just, boy. Does that feel to me like jumping the gun? You scored one touchdown against the worst offense in the league. My, I, and now we're going to I I completely agree with you. And my criticisms about the offense this summer, and and I didn't think it was would continue. I picked them to be 8-9 and nine and be in the playoff hunt. But my criticism of the offense this summer was that they were messing with something that didn't need to be messed with. And not just well, the naming the offensive coordinator who he was had something to do with it, but it was you know the changes in terminology, and we're going to go to the zone scheme. By the way, the zone running scheme in this game, five attempts, five yards. It's been a disaster. It has, and I think Maz asked me, he's like, well, when do you think it can get better, the offense can get better? I said, about midseason. We're getting there. About midseason is when I think they can get a little bit better. But look, my, my criticism was about that they started from – they scored sixth in points. They were tenth in yards last year with a rookie quarterback. Now build onto that, and you know the scoreboard is what the scoreboard is. I mean, they have played the easiest offensive schedule in the league is to this point. Right? Yes, Football Outsider thirty second. The Eagles are thirty first. You know, so the, the, so the Patriots have played the easiest offensive schedule in the league, and they rank where in yards? And okay, points? so they are nineteenth in points. They are 26th in passing efficiency. They are 11th in rushing efficiency. They are 22nd overall on offense. A year ago, they finished 6th in points, 9th overall offensively in efficiency, 10th pass, 7th rushing against the ninth hardest schedule in the league. Your offense has gone backwards. The offense is backwards. Fact. The offense has gone backwards. The offense has gone backwards. They got their first two guys hurt, and now we're going to sit here and go, Matt, do you feel vindicated? The offense has gone backwards. Fact. What, what are we doing? Why are, the, why are the Patriots so rabbit-eared and sensitive? They, they should, like, come on the show, man. You want to get in the debate? Let's have a debate as opposed to these campaigns. And I don't think Tom's a part of it. I don't. 
Yeah, they got the receipts. Phil. But God, for Pete's sake, they've gone backwards. And they got Jones killed. Never mind, disillusioned. Wow. That's really what we're doing. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to your thoughts. Against the Lions of all people. The Lions. You want to know what I was chuckling at? What? You said you're screaming, ranting, and raving, and yelling. You got two quarterbacks killed. Bedard in the background. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Murray's 90-second update. No commercials. And we're- this Sports Hub On Demand content is sponsored by Coors Light. Chill on with game day greats when you grab an ice-cold Coors Light and watch the football game this week at Hooters in Dedham, Saugus, Shrewsbury, or West Springfield. Hooters makes you happy this football season. Chill on. Chill on.